genre. Welcome to the New Republic Archives, where we discuss the history and legends of a galaxy far, far away. I'm Gary Roby. And I'm Tim Garcia. And we are back for another Bantha episode. And this time, I think we have like a decent deal of news to talk about because D23 has happened since our last Bantha. Yeah, uh, we've had an influx of Star Wars things. Uh, Yeah. Not just that. Uh, We don't have to talk too in-depth about it, but Andor has uh, come out with the first four episodes as of time at time of release and recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we could talk a little Are bit about that. Are you enjoying Andor? How do you feel about um, No, I don't even like Star Wars anymore. Damn. Um, no, yeah. You no, know, you were uh, so hyped about the show. And the fact <laughs> that this has just like completely broken you from yeah, Star Wars no, is I just astonishing even, to me. Uh, no, yeah, of course. I love it. Uh, it's yeah. great. It's everything that I wanted it to be uh, and more. Every episode makes me happy. Um, and it's It's exactly, it's lived up to the hype that I had for it, um, which is what I'm, what I hoped for. Um, and I just, in general, uh, I feel like we're in such a, um, absolute, uh, just plethora of content right now. Yeah. Uh, Just in general of all sorts of things. So it's like, I normally do not watch a lot of TV. Like I watch my Disney and Marvel stuff. Um, I'm keeping up with like four TV shows. I never do that. I know. That's kind of what I'm doing. So I'm like, I'm watching She-Hulk, Rings of Power. I just started House of the Dragon. I've got this show. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. It's just like nuts. I'm Those like, are Whoa. mine too. Those are, yeah. these are great. Um, and the, it's all, it's all, I'm enjoying all of it, which is awesome. Yeah. Oh, it makes you um, so happy. It feels, it feels really good to be like a nerd right now because there wasn't ever really this like dearth of content as a kid growing up in like this way where it's all really solid live action, like stuff happening. Yeah, no, agreed. Um, so it's, it's nice and it's all, you know, I have my gripes with, you know, I, I don't even, I don't think I have too many gripes with Andor to be honest. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, we can just talk a little bit about it. Uh, no spoilers, I would love to. no spoilers, uh-huh. not really a review, uh, but just sort of stuff I like about it. Um, Anytime you can kind of marry the aesthetic of the original trilogy and uh, the prequel stuff, I'm a fan of. And I think the show is doing a really good job of that, especially the most recent episode. Oh, uh, I agree. We get uh, episode four. Uh, we get a little bit more Coruscant E things, yeah. which have a much more prequel aesthetic look mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the classic like here's a collector who has a bunch of things from a bunch of different bits of Star Wars, like properties, histories that I thought was really fascinating. I want to go back to that sequence in particular and just like, look at what's in the background because that was the thing that I loved about. Um, there's that moment in solo where we first get to meet uh Dryden Voss and he's got his whole collection. It's like, Oh, there's like yeah. EU stuff here that we're never going to talk about, but it's here. Yeah. Like, I definitely enjoy that stuff, but as long as, like, we have good, and I think we do have good characters, and um, mm-hmm. Cassian's a strong, interesting character just starting off. Um, yeah. I just something. thought that the spaces all feel really lived into in a way mm-hmm. that, like, doesn't always come through. Like, um, the planet that he's on at the start is, like, feels really lived in and also feels like a real community in a way that I appreciate it. Yeah. I don't think that that always, like, comes through in other spaces that we see. It is very much expanding the universe, which is what yeah. I was hoping it would. Um, we get that planet Canari. We see how the em- what the Empire is doing. I feel like one of the I issues. I cannot wait to talk to you about all that y- stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going like in depth, but I think no. one of the things I always had issue with, and I always tease, you know, people when they start getting because people can get really passionate with their Star Wars stuff. Yeah. But they always said that the Empire was evil. But if you just go by the original trilogy, it's like. They blew up the planet and that's it. 
That's like the yeah. one evil thing they did, which is like, yeah, that's pretty evil. It's but like, pretty evil. But other, yeah. But before right. that, everyone already hated the Empire. So it's like, okay, what have they done? And uh, just this is kind of like it's showing how the Empire's affecting a grand uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, uh, the, the the galaxy as a whole, which I think is good. The way it's an oppressive force, the way it utilizes like corporate enforcers to do the work in places that it thinks beneath it yeah there's um, that but also back on canary you know this is how yeah. it's affecting indigenous you know and that kind of stuff um i love that stuff i um, want more of i'm so curious as to what what happened there yeah uh so yes yeah, so that that stuff's all very interesting to me um just seeing kind of like the world building there um and it's saying something too which is cool yeah so, yeah, it's absolutely saying something. I don't think we've ever seen a, a place or a peoples like Canari in Star Wars before. Um, without um, getting too deep into it, it's just really interesting. Like, I don't think, have we ever had a human civilization that doesn't speak basic? Hmm. I don't, I don't think so. I'd have to think real hard. Yeah. Uh, and I just that. find that really interesting. Like that how he's a human character, but he's still othered. Yeah. 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 And it gives a reason that he's got an accent, which is always. There's a really great uh, Tony Gilroy interview with. um, uh, What's the with script mag um, that was just really fascinating talking about like how he um, approached the idea of like Cassian having an accent and then like spinning that into what eventually became this Canari arc. Mm-hmm. Um, just good stuff. Just good yeah. stuff. A lot of good stuff. Overall, great show. L- lived really up to my it. hype, We've at least for me. What, like seven more weeks or something of content. So yeah, it'll probably be a while before we talk about it proper, but that'll eventually be on the Dueling Genre Patreon for folks who are interested in uh, listening to us dig in to the, the meat of it. Yeah. Yeah. We're so yeah. going to start with the rest of our news. Let's, Actually, um, no, I mm-hmm. let's not. Other than other than Andor, have you been consuming any other like Star Wars stuff lately? Uh, not particularly. That's the that's the main yeah. Star Wars thing. And then my Galaxy of Heroes game that I do pretty much daily. Oh, um, nice. I still have not touched that. I, I feel like that's something that I could get like really. I mean, it's passive. Yeah. Um, although it felt nice to go to Celebration and. Uh, I went to like the EA booth and they're like, hey, download our game and we'll give you like sunglasses or something. Oh, and I went and I was like, hey, I already have the game. And they're like, oh, add us. And I like I gave them my friend code or whatever. And they just gave me tons of stuff like for free because they're like, thanks for playing our game. And it was like they gave me like a little thermos. They gave me a little battery charger. They gave me sunglasses and all sorts. I'm like, that's awesome. They're Uh, so cool. Yeah, I, I I genuinely I keep thinking about like what my experience at Celebration was like. And I just think everyone was just so like happy to be there. Yeah, dude. Celebration is the best con I've ever been to. And I've been twice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, notwithstanding like early Comic Con, not early Comic Con, but like when I first started going to Comic Con. I really sure. Loved that makes sense. Those. But also. That early Comic Con was the culture was different not just in comic-con mm-hmm. but like of like our culture in general was different yeah, it was no, pre-iron I, I man think, yeah um so it was just kind of everyone was just sort was of yeah that's kind of what i mean is like everyone was just sort of excited to have a thing that they like have in common with everyone they're like what you read comic books too yeah. like and that kind of thing was very neat um and that's just like everyone like it, you walk into any sort of thing and everyone's at least seen like a Marvel movie, you know, like pe- people yeah. kind of know what Iron Man is. And no, I um, think it's great. Star Wars celebration is different in that, like, yeah, obviously everyone's seen a Star Wars, but like seeing what people I think I've we've talked about this on the podcast before. Oh, but, almost certainly. Uh, but what people latch on to in Star Wars is always different. Um, yeah. And celebration is very much a celebration of like, yeah, I like this weird thing about Star Wars. That Here's my, great. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very it's very much a celebration. And it's not it's it's I think everyone's just sort of happy to not because like there's the online discourse is so toxic 
Mm-hmm. And Star mm-hmm. Wars and celebration it's, is it's not nice that for everyone to get together to talk about the things they love rather than yeah the bits they hate you know? exactly. Uh, uh, I also haven't been consuming a lot of Star Wars content outside, but I did just start reading uh, Tessa Gratton and Justina Ireland's new High Republic book, Path of Deceit, because that comes out next week. Hmm. So uh, I've started poking away at that. I'm not very far yet. Um, it takes place. I think it's another 150 years in the past from uh Right, so it's like 350 BBY. Yeah. And oh, um speaking of BBY, not to bring us back to yeah, Andor. No. No. The please. first episode, we got a we got a 5 BBY. Like 5 BBY. It, it, and I was yeah. like, is this the first time in canon we've seen a date? I think so. Which is I think it's so. so weird because like BBY is something that has been used <laughs> Sort of like out of canon because, yeah, it's like a because the for the characters in canon this year is not five BBY because they they're not like counting coming. down to yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah I don't know I thought that was interesting so it's like oh this no, is I the first time great. you know any anyone's actually mentioned uh, that on screen speaking of that the other thing the other thing that's on screen at a moment in this is um that I thought was really interesting is there's there's a moment where a notice from this uh, corporate security company goes out and Cassian like reads it and we get the text on the screen in, uh, in English and not in, which I think like, it's not like us looking over his shoulder and seeing the, um, Arabesh Arabesh on the screen. Like we're just getting the translation of the message. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know if we're going to get that again, but I liked that it was just like floating in the air. Like here's the text. Oh yeah. I saw that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I just wanted to mention that because, yeah, it's interesting. BBY. And they also don't explain. Did they? I don't remember. I have to go back and watch the first episode. But did they explain BBY? Like what that is? No. Because nope. I feel like uh, like all the nerds know. Like, is it just something that we've just all kind of accepted and know what BBY I think means? So. It does not come up. It, because it's not mentioned. It's not. I know. It's I think not in parentheses before the Battle of Yavin. Like we have to use your your mom litmus test. Would your mom know what yeah, BBY would was? Yeah, my mom know what B- No, I don't think so. Yeah, um, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, I don't think my mom I would either. I should poke her to watch much it, more and I'll see. A... I'll see if she questions on that. Yeah, your mom would probably dig it. I know my mom would love it. I think I don't know if she's no. I definitely it. think my parents would be really into it. Mm-hmm. It's more grounded than anything we've gotten in a long time. It's yeah, but yeah. Anyway, back to three fifty BBY. Yeah. Um. Again, I'm not very far. Uh. The the reason that I'm like picking it up now that I'm like most interested in is that like it's about Marta Rowe, but I also know that it's supposed to introduce a character called the Mother, and we talked oh, about right. this previously. But like, I'm so curious if if. If she's called the mother because there is a relation to the Mortis trilogy trio here, or if uh, if that's just a coincidence. But that like the way that naming convention works, I feel like you got to know what you're doing if you're calling someone the mother. Yeah, um, there's definitely a. I mean, we were raised Catholic, so that's um, true. There's that kind of. I that's kind of what I got about the the Mortis trilogy too. Is like the kind of Holy Trinity. Yeah, thing absolutely. Too. Um, so it, I mean, it's easy to read into that. But is the daughter the Holy Spirit? No, I don't think it's one to one. But you know, no, it's I don't think so either. Like, yeah. I don't think so either. But you're right. Like, it definitely does have that like aspect of like Catholicism. They're all one and yet unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So very curious to see how it goes. I will report back as I get deeper into this book. Um. Very excited about it. So, yeah. Um, let's jump. Yeah, into, where should we start with news? Let's get where to the news. Again. Uh, yeah, let's um, let's talk about we're talking about um, higher public stuff. So let's talk about uh, the Acolyte. Ye, please, God, I want to talk about the Acolyte so bad. There are so many. I we've had two different castings happen mm-hmm. in the last couple weeks, and both of them, I think, are really, really fantastic. Um, former Good Place star Manny Jacinto has been added to the cast opposite of Amanda Stenberg, who is um, our lead in this story. Uh, but also Lee Jong-Jae from Squid Game has been added yeah. to the cast as well. Which and I'm just awesome. I'm so curious about like what this is going to be. Um, 
all three of these names, uh, along Amanda Stembler, Jenny, uh, Manny Jacinto, and Lee Jung Jae, are like actors that I really enjoyed and things I've seen them in before. And uh, I did a little bit more digging into the the showrunner Leslie Headland. Yeah, um, she's the producer for Russian Doll on Netflix, which I am a big fan of. Um, I'm sure that this series is not going to be as like head turny, not head turny. Like, what's the abstract maybe yeah something like russian doll but i um have really enjoyed the way that her stories are really like they could be they could feel complicated but also be really like personal um Mm -hmm. which is important in a star war yeah And, and i know that this is supposed to be about like i don't we don't know a lot of details but my understanding is that this story is about like the sort of resurfacing of like the dark side and, and perhaps a fall to the dark side for uh, our lead character. And I find that really interesting because that fall is always a tragedy. And uh, it feels like the high Republic era is one that like outside of maybe what's been going on with the Nihil has been one traditionally of peace and expansion. Yeah. Um, and we're starting to see like the early I don't know, it's interesting because if that's what this is about, we don't want to see it too much in any of the books or anything, you know, like, you know, yeah. we don't want to see the same story again kind of thing. Well, I also think that that's probably why we're like the books are now stepping further back in time rather than approaching this moment that the series is going to deal with, because the series is, is supposed to take place at the end of the High Republic. Right. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm trying to say is like, you don't want to tell the same story over again kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll we'll see uh, where it is. We also have uh, Jody Turner-Smith, who I'm not really familiar with. Um, oh, I haven't yeah, seen me... any of her stuff. Hold um, but uh, uh, She was in the Anne Boleyn series from 2021, which I, I have not watched, but I heard good things about. Um, but looking at her, looking at her IMDb, I don't think I've seen anything. She was in a couple episodes of True Blood back in 2013, but that's, that's a while back. Yeah, it's a while ago, but yeah, um, overall, as you'd expect from a Star War, um, pretty solid cast being, uh, put together. Yeah, Um, so yeah, so, um... Looking I think forward to this. I'm very much looking forward to this. After Andor, I think this is probably my most excited uh, yeah, I, to I see think this, I just because it's here. completely new, not, you know, really related to anything. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, yeah definitely. Uh, so you mentioned the other casting, uh, other big casting news that we got. Yeah, this, I think, came up briefly in our last episode. Um. But I, I just want to, like, double down on the Ahsoka casting of Ezra Bridger. Um, Amon Fondi. I, I have not seen any of his work, but he certainly looks the part, in my opinion. And I'm just really excited to have, like, actual, real, definitive confirmation that Ezra is going to be in this show. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, do we have the full—the only one we don't have really is confirmed is, is Zeb, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to be so sad if our our like real alien character is the only person who's not coming back. Yeah. Like, I, I get that Hera is an alien, but like Twi'leks are basically humans with head tails. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, and yeah, she's definitely coming back. I don't know. We haven't. Do we know who's playing her? Uh, we haven't gotten a casting I, for her, have we? I don't know if we have a casting for Hera. I don't think. uh but yeah, what if they come? What if they like we get like one Zeb episode? No, we don't have we don't have a we don't have a casting for Harry yet. We get one Zeb episode, but it's like him and Callus are old together and they're like making cookies. You know, if that's all we get, I'm so happy. I literally had a conversation with a friend of mine recently of like, are there any happy endings in Star Wars? And I really have struggled to come up with one. Um, Yeah, that's a good that's a good question. I'm going to be thinking about that. Uh, no. Yeah, well, we come back to that if if you come up with anything during this episode. Otherwise, we'll talk about it on another day. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, yeah, because, like, Star Wars is about tra- tragedy in the end. Like, it's always hopeful, right? So, but, technically, like, episode the nine the ends are with ongoing. A, episode nine ends happy, which yeah, before any of this... Yeah, if we don't ever get more Ray, then things are good. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how Return of the Jedi was before we got more yeah, stuff, right? exactly. That's um, the thing. I think the universe is just too big. I think that, like, as long as you're going to continue to sell stories you're the like life doesn't end on a happy note most of the time yeah death is always a tragedy and we're always going to get there if we tell our stories over a long enough period of time yep so yeah yeah i, I mean yeah, depending I'd be super how... down for like an old zebin and callus just like living on what's ashla is that the name of their planet i don't remember where they where they ended up but yeah been a while yeah my sister's working through rebels right now so i'm kind of uh vicariously living through her when she brings it up. oh i have been slowly watching some rebels episodes but really that means that like every like other week i'm like oh i should watch a couple more episodes of this <laughs> i'm not like progressing through it the way well, I am. as we mentioned there's a lot of content out right now so there is there is um, um, but it's been, it's been, it's been good stuff. I, I love that show so much. Um, I, I mentioned in the, in the, um, uh, doing genre discord in the new Republic archives channel higher, um, that I just, the, the more that we are like reaffirming that like this show is going to be continuing the rebel story, the more proud I am of the fact that I got this Phoenix squadron tattoo. Like, yeah. Very cool. I just really love this cast a lot, or these these characters a lot, and um, excited to get more of them. Yeah, uh, me too. I think it'll be. It's definitely Rebel season five, right? Yeah, that's that's it, that's, that's how it feels to me as well. Yeah, um, but in a good way. Yeah, happy to see them again. But I don't know. I think maybe it, it might be time for me to do a rewatch once my content glut is. Uh, over the hill. Um, Me too. Like, we, Ahsoka's not actually coming out until sometime next year. And yeah. so I think what I'll do is I'll wait until all the current seasons of these running shows are over and then just do a proper binge through. Yeah, I don't binge very Rebels. well. Um, yeah. I've been doing my best through, like, I did my best through uh, Rings of Power and then could do maybe two at a time of House of Dragon. That's nothing about the quality yeah. of the shows. It's just... I get it's a lot antsy. Yeah. And and I understand. But uh, yeah. And especially if it's something I've already seen, I don't know if I'd be able to. But yeah. Yeah. Rebels is one of those things at the moment where I'm like putting on while I'm like cooking dinner and stuff like that. Yeah. That's kind of the perfect way to do it, I think. Yeah. So I watched it as it aired. Yeah. And that was the last time I really went and watched it besides the ones we've gone back to for these for Mm -hmm. our for the show. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. Um, So, yeah, I think. Hopefully it's good casting. Never seen him act, but I assume he's good. Uh, yeah, right. He certainly looks the part, and like presumably they they saw a bunch of actors um, before like choosing him for the for the role. So I'm hoping that that means that he's like embodying the character in a way that we're all going to be hopefully happy with. Yeah, yeah. Um. So that uh, was that even D23 stuff or was that just stuff that led up? To that D23? happened. It did happen during D23, but it didn't happen during the Lucasfilm panel. It was like the day before. And I don't know if that's because like maybe a leak happened and they were like, well, let's get ahead of this. Or if um, if they had it planned that way. But it was like the day before the actual Star Wars panel at D23. OK, yeah, that's what I that's kind of what I thought. But mm-hmm. Um, um, so yeah, do you want to do D23 stuff? Yeah, let's jump into D23. Um, we got, got a couple of trailers. Yeah, which we, we can get to. Um, let's talk briefly. Uh, we got a little bit more details on Skeleton Crew. Yeah, we uh, did get a little bit more on Skeleton Crew. We got to see our first image of Jude Law in... And the kids, too. Yeah, I couldn't find an image, and maybe it's just because I didn't go deep enough into like looking for. But uh, I did have a, I did find um a link for a screenshot of Jude Law's character at least. 
Right. Um, well, you you don't see the the kids clearly. They're kind of like blurred out in the back. But it looks like uh, not all of them are human, which is awesome. That's awesome. I love um, that. Yeah, I think that's cool. Um, uh, we don't really know oh, much about right. this other this than again. it's that's a great. other than it's a coming of age story. Uh, but it's nice to get a little bit more in for information. Uh, yeah, I think the little bit we know is that it takes place in the time between, um, Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, right? And that it's like, I don't want to call it a road trip story. I, I, I saw it feels being... like they're like lost in space. Like, yeah, I heard it was called a like a coming of age story, which is cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, I think that'll be fun. I, I, the idea of Jude Law like ba- babysitting a bunch of a bunch of children is delightful to me. Um. Very curious as to, like, if any of them are going to have the Force or not. Um, yeah, I kind of hope not. Almost certainly, right? I imagine at least one of them. Because yeah. I just think that's how Star Wars works. I hope not. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would love to continue on this trend of, like, like, Andor very much feels like a show that's not going to have any Force-sensitive people in it. But I also don't know if I trust it to not. Yeah. But we'll see. Yep. We'll see. So, yeah, not much info on that, but um, cool to get a little bit more. It's one of those, like, stealth Star Wars shows that's, like, yeah, being made. Apparently, uh, John Watts uh, was approached. Oh, my God, and yeah, he I love this the, bit. Yeah, he I love had, this bit. He already had a fully formed uh, idea for a show. Um, so John Favreau uh, worked with John Watts on Spider-Man because he play, was playing Happy Hogan. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, I got a full idea, which is totally a yeah, creative it's really funny. person i love the do. idea i love the idea of favreau approaching him being like hey do you want to direct an episode of this show that i'm doing and he's like well actually here here's a pitch for a whole show of my yeah. own which is cool uh um, I, I love that i i love that this um you know we are we are now in an age where there are a lot of like creatives who grew up on star wars who are just really excited about working in the star wars space um not to pull it back to Andor again, but like that was one of the things that like came up in that. I'll just link this Tony Gilroy interview um, that Tony Gilroy mentions in um, that script um, script magazine interview where he talks about like, I've never worked in a space that was this big and I had this much room to like really dial into the stuff that I I am interested in when it comes to um, like creating content. And, like, for people who don't know, Tony Gilroy is one of those people who's been working in, like, procedurals and, like, worked on a lot of, like, the Bourne movies and, like, stuff like that for a long time. And so, like, has a background doing this kind of work. And it's really cool to see, like, different flavors of the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's just nice. It's kind of what I was hoping for when they started doing these shows and these, like, when they, actually, when they first announced... um, uh what's it called uh the the uh, star wars stories when they first yeah, when they're oh like gosh, oh we're doing yes. these i was like cool we're really gonna start like expanding the universe and i think rogue one did it a little bit solo not so much but they, it did mm-hmm. do it a little bit um and uh, i think andor's doing it a lot yeah um, which i kind of i mentioned uh earlier but the thing um, that's exciting about this one to me is that like we're f- this is the first time that we're getting a story that feels like disconnected from anything we've seen before yeah which is which is what's nice um yeah. is sort of like yeah let's keep doing these types of things let's keep expanding the universe and not have everything tied together I mean, we talked about with that with that taika waititi announcement a few months ago yeah where he doesn't want it to be connected to anything else that's come before and uh, I respect the hell out of that. I think that the universe is big enough that we can keep doing that forever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, uh, it It's exciting. Um, I think that that puts the Star Wars universe kind of where I want it is. Mm-hmm. I know that's kind of sounds selfish, but it's like, yeah, no, like give me a bunch of stories and like it doesn't all have to be tied together. It can just be like a loose, you know, like, yeah, I think uh, not to I feel like I do this a lot on the podcast, but uh, it's ubiquitous in our society. But the uh, the MCU right now yeah, uh, is yeah. I feel like a lot of people are upset at She-Hulk online. And I'm like, no, this show is just silly. Like, it's just it's a doing, silly. It's, sh- it's 
that's what it is. It, it came out here to be silly, and it's being silly. And it's like not every Marvel show has to be Endgame, you know. Yeah. And I'm kind of hoping that for that this is the direction that Star Wars will go. And and like, yeah, Andor is very heavy, uh, and uh-huh. I'm loving it. But like, not every Star Wars show that comes out has to be this heavy. You no, know, that's or, exactly the thing. And, um, and I'm hoping was, that we keep kind of going in that direction. Someone was talking to me recently about, um, I haven't watched, but was talking about uh, Lower Decks for Star Trek and being something that is like both earnest and yet poking fun at like the way the Star Trek universe functions. Yeah. And and we've talked about before about like, oh, my God, I think you could. I think you literally could just do like. A two hour rom-com that just happens to be in the Star Wars universe. Like, I think you could. They they talked about that. There was that game that was going to come out for a while. 1313. that was like about the lower levels of Coruscant. And like, I think you can get like really. Minute in like the story you want to tell and, and still be flavored with Star Wars. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't have to connect necessarily to be interesting and fascinating content agreed um it doesn't and it doesn't even really need to speak to the overall star wars anything it just has to be a cool story and uh star wars is a fun sandbox so yeah Uh here's hoping that we get more more stuff like this i i hope that um skeleton crew is a step in that direction i hope it doesn't lean back on like oh we've got to like cameo familiar characters to make yeah and see that's kind of why i was saying that i don't I hope there's no 4C stuff. It's just like... That makes sense. Yeah. I do agree with you. Um, but yeah. So... Um, I want 4C stuff that's not Jedi. Oh, I would love I'd that, too. I'd be down too. for that. Yeah, I would love that, too. Um, so, yeah. The other show we got a little bit of look at that's, like, not with a trailer attached is just... There's some new Ahsoka images that I'm, I'm excited to buy. Um, we got a new look at... Rosario Dawson is Ahsoka in her costume with her lightsaber, which is cool. Yeah, which we've uh, now we seen also... in two different shows, Gary. Yeah, that's which true. Which is nuts. But yeah. I know, God. Oh. Uh, so yeah, this is going to be her third show that she'll be in. Wow, you're right. It's interesting. It's hard to like not look at those episodes of Boba and be like, oh, this is Mandalorian. Yeah, but it's but one of those things right. where it's like you show her in her costume and you're like, yeah, we've now seen this in two different shows. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. It's so cool. Here, like, here, she here looks great as always. I'm big, oh, big yeah, Rosario totally. Dawson fan in general. But yeah. Um, the thing I'm really excited about, the the image that I, I shared, I think, on um, the Discord is the, the live action mural done by uh, Sabine of the, like the Phoenix squadron all together with the loath wolves on either side. It's like, it's like this, this um, piece of stone that, that was originally like where she had drawn, it has been removed and placed somewhere else. And we have her standing with her helmet under her arm, looking yeah. up at like the crew of them with like Ezra has a loath cat on his shoulder and like Zeb is in the background and Kanan is there. And it's just like, I love these when characters When do you suppose so she did much, that? Tim. Um, I think we see the mural in the end of Rebels, right? Okay. Like, but that I was after Return of the Jedi, right? That part that, that I think I don't it remember. was. I do think it is in the last bits, like right when they're like, so "Oh, my are question we just is, see a live action version of the scene of like, let's go find Ezra." That like the show. No, ended I don't think on? so. But I, I, I was just thinking, you know, is like <laughs> Luke's, like Luke and the Rebel Alliance are like. They're all trying to blow up the Death Star, and Sabine's over here painting her friends. Oh, and I it's fucking, like, I'm down. I don't give a shit. I love like, that. Come on. I love that. <laughs> they got to explain where everybody was, right? In Ahsoka? Yeah, I mean, like, probably. The, the thing is, like, I don't think that's hard. I don't think those are hard answers. Uh, we know Ahsoka is just like doing her own thing. I don't know yeah. where she was specifically. Yeah, no, she's you got it. You got some explaining but, to do. But Sorry, Hera, you were a force Hera, using 
Hera no, no, no. is a general in the rebellion. Do not, She's do just, not just gloss over the fact that Ahsoka is a force wielding yeah. freaking like lightsaber person who's fought freaking Maul and she's just nowhere during the original trilogy. Yeah. I yeah, she's, she's not gotta helping be doing I'm very Obi-Wan, she's, doing something. she's not help like um come on. Hera is literally right off screen. Do. We know that she's a general in the yeah, rebellion. She's, doing she's stuff. like leading troops and battalions of starfighters. She's just not present on Yavin right. when we're there. Um well, actually, Sabine's probably she is present on, on Yavin when um You're right, during Scarif. During Scarif, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, she's there. She's in the Battle of Scarif, right? We see yeah. the ghost in that in yeah. that fight. So so she's literally just like Yeah, Hera doesn't have splaining to do. We we know what yeah, she, she is. Yeah, she doesn't have splaining to do. Um I think Sabine's like doing Mandalore shit. Like being oppressed. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And like fuck where who knows where Ezra was at. Yeah, that's the what the show's about. So, like, the person we need to explain is Ahsoka. Like, the only person we need and here Zeb. to really explain is Ahsoka. And Zeb. But Zeb, I think, I think Zeb is, like, retired. Like, that's my feeling. <laughs> he and Callus are, like, living together. It'd be cool to get at least to figure out what happened to Callus too. Yeah, Even same. He wasn't I hope he shows up. That'd a, be dope. Um, he was... He, part of Callus the crew. is... I know you haven't seen, I know you haven't seen Avatar The Last Airbender, but I think Callus is, like, the most Zuko character in, like, any other piece of media I've mm-hmm. seen. Where he goes from being an antagonist to part of the crew. I mean, he's not really part of the crew, but he's, yeah. No, but he, but he's Fulcrum. Like, he's, he's an essential piece. But yeah. Yeah. What the fuck was Ahsoka doing? Yeah. Um, there must be something. Maybe she's dealing with Maul again. I don't know. Oh, God. They keep bringing Maul back. I hope they keep bringing <laughs> Maul back, but he's just like less and less of or, or organic and is just more and more robot. <laughs> no, but we know we know what he looks like when he dies and he's still just robot legs. Yeah, no, but I think like he keeps like like every time he comes back, they like bring less of him back. They're mm. like, oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. OK, sure. But yeah, I like the definitely. like the oh, the the sand in Tatooine, uh, like wiped away his flesh. And now he's just a a, a skull and a brain and where he's like in a robot now. I don't know. Yeah, um, that would be so funny. Oh, if he's if he survives, if he survives his fight with Obi-Wan. Yeah, somehow. that's what I thought we were talking about. Like, no, is that like no, he keeps well, bringing. Oh, you're right. No, you're right. Sorry. My timeline is bad at this okay. point. Yeah, because I was like, yeah, she's still yeah, dealing with Maul, so he, like, still the... survived. <laughs> Mate, that would Somehow. be hilarious. That would be hilarious. They just keep bringing him back. Yeah, my... Uh, I'm sleepy today, I think. Yeah. Um, No, I, I... I don't want that, but also, I don't think I'd be mad. <laughs> That people would be so mad. I mean, you do anything in Star Wars, people are going to be mad. So might yeah, as well no, of course, have fun. Obviously. Yeah, totally. Um, uh, um, so, yeah, let's get into the, the trailers. We got a couple trailers. Got two trailers. Um, um, do we want uh, we have a couple options here. We could just like talk about. We could just talk about these trailers. Or we could watch these trailers together and I can rip the sound and we can have a live react to these trailers. I've seen oh, them. Oh, we've never we've never done this before. Yeah, that's the thing is I've seen them before. We've never done this, but we could we could we could we could play the audio from these, I think, and be okay. Um Let's I don't think um Are they how long know. are they? I actually don't know how long they are. They're about one's two minutes each. Yeah. And one's one forty four. Okay, yeah. Let's, they're about two let's minutes. Let's just each. talk about them. Um okay. I think for this. I'm just time. gonna like pick one and I'm just gonna play it in the background so I have like reference points to make what do you want to start yeah do let's do Mando um, first or do yeah, you want to do Tales the Jedi first we'll talk to Mando alright let's um, talk to Mando first it looks more Mando it does overall um, I'm <laughs> imagine if you didn't watch Boba Fett you're like I'm not interested I just want to watch Mandalorian yeah You'd be like, wait, but then, oops, Grogu's back like, and he's got a new ship. Yeah, you'd be like, what the hell? Like, that's so I don't know how they're going to deal 
with that. Yeah, I wonder if there's just going to be like a previously on and they'll just include scenes from Boba. I mean, I guess they have to, but that's probably how they do it. But it's still weird. Um, I love space battles. Um, I like that this quest is like taking us to Mandalore. I'm so excited to go back to Mandalore. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, other than that, I don't feel like there's too much. No, there's not a lot of new stuff, really. Yeah, um, it's it's just more Star Wars, uh, more Mando, which uh, is uh, always down. There is a there is a shot about 55 seconds into this trailer of Mando in the Starfighter, and he's got. Is that R five D four in his in his? Yeah, uh, droid I think it's socket? and I'm. People have been speculating, and I'm almost. Uh, I would say I would put actual money on the fact that that is the R five D four from Episode four. Well, because um, because we know that Pelimoto has that R five D four. Right. Like we've um, so and that we makes see, sense to me. The reason we know that, uh, listeners, if you're if you're not as in depth on this, um, is the uh, when you see. R5 in Pelimoto's shop. Um you can see the exact places that like it exploded and has been yeah. repaired. It still has the episode. burn it's still got the burn stuff and like the stuff and like the fucking love the that. oil and stuff that that comes out of the back uh that it would from uh the from the original Star Wars movie in 1977. So uh I'm pretty yeah. sure that's the same R5. I um, I love I love that. I think that's great. Little bits I like, um, tree, f- tree full of Kowaki and monkey lizards. Yep. Um, love that. Yep. Um, I think I love... Reef Karga's new outfit's awesome. Oh, beautiful. Um, he I looks like... regal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, I like the, uh, <gasps> there's more alien thugs. And then. Babu Frick is in this trailer. Babu Frick, yeah. I was Babu getting there. Babu Frick. Sorry, I yeah, just Babu I Frick, just got to that sure. part in watching it in the background. It was just like, oh shit, it's uh-huh. Babu! Hey, hey! And of course, just more Grogu is awesome. I yeah, so makes me very happy. I love Grogu. Yeah, so I hope we get Grogu for for decades of Star Wars content. Yeah, uh, it's it's good. It's it's going to be fun. I think it's good. I think it's good. Think about the fact that his species lives for hundreds of years and he's only 50. Like, we'll get Grogu content till we die, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Which is I'm I I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I I don't. Um, He's he's a character that I'm really fond of, even though we've only gotten him a couple seasons of this and, and he doesn't speak yet but still what yeah, a delightful guy i don't know i i feel like even at lucasfilm they're probably like what do we do when he talks because <laughs> yeah yeah like does he talk yeah. like yoda or not yeah so um i yeah. guess we'll have to see okay all right let's 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 dive into tales of the jedi i'm gonna skip ahead for a half second i guess we'll have to see how yaddle speaks yeah, you could point. And find out whether yeah, Yoda has an affectation or this is just what their species is. God, like. finally some Yaddle content. It's... Do you think this is the... Okay, so Yaddle's only in Phantom Menace, right? Yes. Uh, so, like, I'm pretty sure she's just a Yoda puppet with a wig on. Is actual... this the... It seems to be setting up that there's a Yaddle-Dooku fight. Does Yaddle lose this fight? Do we know what happens to Yaddle um, we canonically? We canonically don't. Oh, I, actually, we may. Um, but I think it is something that is like so weak. It's such a weak source that it can be retconned. Okay. Uh, because I, I'm pretty sure there was uh, non-canon things that uh, we knew what happened to her. Well, but. so the space, the space she's in when we see her like approaching this fight. Is the hangar bay that that Dooku and Sidious meet at the end of Attack of the Clone. And the idea that either she falls there to Dooku's hand or perhaps uncovers the truth and falls to Sidious himself is wild to me. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I love that. Um, 
I don't know. Like, uh, let's just talk about this trailer. So uh, let's just talk about this trailer. I'm just gonna go ahead and hit play because we know. So we know, we know. Tales of the Jedi is gonna be six episodes, three of which are focusing on Ahsoka Tano, three of which are so, uh, focusing on Count Duke, and they're gonna be shorts. Yeah, uh, which is they're all dropping on the same day. Yeah, which is a bummer. It's gonna be like thirty minutes of content. I feel like, but yeah, probably um, maybe an hour. Um, but, um, one of the things I love in this is we see one, how they get Ahsoka to the Jedi order, which I, I think is going to do some world building on how, which we got a little bit in higher public, but like how Jedis do get, uh, younglings basically. Yeah. And I think, I think this work is important, right? Because there is a bit, um, there is a bit of an idea that the Jedi are like taking children from families. And I'm not sure that that's really what's happening. And it's going to be nice to like, I, I would, I would hope that it is a choice on the behalf of the parents. Like maybe there are kids out there who have the force who don't become part of the order because their parents don't give them up. Like I, I, I just, I hope that it's, I don't know. Well, it'll be interesting. There's a lot it'll of questions with see. it. There's there's like age old questions, right? Yeah, um, because the only the only version of this that we've seen that I can think of in canon is like Shmi giving up Anakin, right? And then I don't know. Did you read Dooku? Did we did we talk about Dooku Jedi Lost? Yeah, we did that on the on the Dooku's, show. Um. Dooku's father was like, oh, he's got the force, like, fucking take him. Yeah. Um, and, and I just, I, I just, I don't, no, uh, that's not, that's not true. Um, when, when Cad Bane in the Clone Wars gets the holocron, uh, there is a threat of, like, children being taken, and there is a Rodian child who, um, when they go to help they go to like save this kid from being taken by Cad Bane. Um, the mother is like, well, master so-and-so said that like, I'd have a couple more years with him before he had to join the order. Yeah. Uh, which, which sounds like a mutual decision. Yeah. Uh, so that is interesting. very curious. Um, how much of this do you think will overlap or fit in with that, uh, Dooku Jedi lost story? Uh, because uh, they do completely skip, if you remember, they completely skip Qui-Gon. Like, well, no, we get like one we brief get, episode with Qui-Gon as his apprentice, right? But other yeah, than that, we, we don't get, get much. Uh, the Qui-Gon stuff we get is we get to see Qui-Gon's like getting chosen to be Dooku's apprentice. And then we get the mission where Dooku realizes that his brother has been like kidnapped from the scene of his crash during that race. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I remember that Qui-Gon helps him, but I'm pretty sure he's his former Padawan at that point. Is it, am I wrong? Um, I can't, I I can't remember. remember. Um, I don't remember. But, Rail, but his, point his, is, his, is we don't get a lot of this era of No, Dooku. no, we have not seen much of this era of Dooku because this is Dooku while he's still in the Order. Right. Uh, presumably. Because he's interacting with like Yaddle and Mace Windu. Yeah, and he does call him his his apprentice. Yeah. Or his Padawan. Also, um we get we get apparently um we're going to see Qui-Gon uh at two points in his life. And the older Qui-Gon is Liam Neeson, and the younger Qui-Gon is Liam Neeson's son. Which I love that. I love that too. I think that's great. Uh yeah, I I am excited. For this series. Um, I also think there's a bit at the end of this trailer um, where Ahsoka is like getting into a fight with an Inquisitor. And I'm very curious to see if this is going to be like how she gets the Kyber crystal that she uses to make her white blades. Because that happens in the Ahsoka book. Um, but I think it's going to be interesting to see like what the take of that is on screen. Yeah, I, I was also wondering that is because we do have the Ahsoka book and I wonder how much that will be retconned as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm very curious just because um, how that plays the out. The book was fine, 
Um, but to yeah. me, it was just a lot of nothing. Um, yeah, it has. It's one of those things where, like, I think a lot of Star Wars content has, like, really good solid moments where um, I, like, am excited about. But overall, they don't leave in a lasting impression. Yeah. And some of them I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. Like this this one ended too late or stuff like that. But well, you know, we were talking about this after Fallen Star came out. Like I the only Claudia Gray book that I've read in Star Wars is Fallen Star. And I tried to read Bloodline, which was was like an older Mm -hmm. um, an older Leia. And I wasn't super into it. And then um, everyone says that Lost Stars is incredible, and maybe we should do that on our podcast eventually. But, like, I'm, like, hesitant to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um... And it's also one of those things, like, I think there there have already been bits of that Ahsoka novel that have been retconned, because season seven doesn't line up with what we see of the Siege of Mandalore in... That's true. Ahsoka. Right. So... Very curious as to, like, what's going to happen in the long term here. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I'm excited for this. And it's coming in, like, a few weeks. Yeah, which is exciting. It'll um, happen before our next deep dive. Oh, damn. That's soon. Wait, wait. Actually, hold on. Let me double check if that's true. Uh, Tales of the Jedi release date. Oh, no, it's October 26th. It'll happen before our next Bantha. Okay, perfect. We'll have a little... Talk briefly about that, but it'll happen, Tim. It'll happen the day we probably record our next de- our next bantha. Um, it's October twenty sixth, and our next bantha episode is the twenty seventh. Oh yeah, so I mean, just like Andor, we um do not prepare these. We literally record these like we the don't. day before yeah. they they yeah. go out. Usually, um, every now We're and then. Both- we're busy and we're bad at scheduling yeah um every now and then we get them out before but um yeah which means these bantha episodes are pretty much if you listen to them the day they come out pretty much like topical about what is exactly uh is hours before they yeah yeah literally uh but yeah um so yeah so we'll we'll probably have seen some at least a couple of them so yeah Um, yeah depending on how long they are might have just binged the whole thing. Yeah, I just have no clue. They say they're shorts, which to me sounds like I maybe like 10 minutes, minutes. Maybe, yeah, 10 like, minutes. That's maybe. a standard. That's a standard like cartoon, like a single episode of a cartoon. Yeah, run but like. the I mean, it's not going to be like because they have the, the, the Disney, the other Disney plus shorts I'm thinking of is the, the I am Groot show. Oh, Did yeah, you watch that's that? True. What are those? Those like, like two. No. Those are like two minutes. Those are really short. Oh, shit. Yeah, I hope it's not that short. God, um, if, if it's only side note, six, those are five minute episodes. Th- side note, those are fantastic. They're, I'm sure they are. There's I'm only sure four are. of them, but they're like little uh, they're they're kind of like the Pixar shorts. Wow. Um, and they're very funny. Uh, wow. Uh, I love yeah, them. this could be this could be like 15 minutes of content. I doubt I don't think it will be, but no, I, uh, I would hope that they're a little bit longer. But yeah. I'll bet you they're not anything. It's not a longer than an hour uh, of content. No, nah, no. Nah, I think if we get. Yeah. If we get six, like 11 minute shorts. Episodes, 10 minute episodes. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's a solid hour. That's like not bad. Yeah. Gosh, I I just I'm so curious. I'm glad they're dropping them all at once if they're going to be shorts. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um. God, could you imagine just waiting for like five minutes of content every week? That's the future, man. That's going to happen. Awful. Awful. <laughs> so we're moving back away from the. Uh, moving back away from the uh, everything all at once. Yeah. Uh, format that Reddit or not Reddit, uh, that Netflix, Netflix, Netflix did. Yeah. Um, I mean, Reddit is its own everything all at once <laughs> thing. Uh-huh. But uh, no. Um <laughs> I I honestly prefer the weekly. Um but I agree I just, with you. I just mentioned that I cannot do the I can't do binging really. So uh, it's just nice for me to like watch it and uh Yeah, when I binge stuff, it's like at the expense of everything else is the thing. 
Yeah. And like that's probably not healthy in the way I consume media, but it's just the way I've done it. Yeah, you've always been like that. You like inhale I, books. Yeah. 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 But I like I like watching the one episode, sitting with it, thinking about it all week, maybe rewatching it, you know, like I'll, oftentimes I'll rewatch it just because I'll watch it again with my family I, or another I friend or something like that. I genuinely want to encourage our listeners who like haven't joined the the page, uh, the discord yet to like join the discord and talk to us every week about Andor. I would love to have that space be somewhere where we're talking every week about like, here's my theories, here's my speculation. And it hasn't necessarily been that, and I don't know if that's because we only have, like, five listeners or if it's because, like, we just haven't generated that space. But Also, our show doesn't lend to that. Yeah, we, our show we as a series talk, don't do that. We don't yeah. talk uh, about current stuff all that much. We, 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 we don't have time to do this show and also do weekly Let's talk about Andor episode four. Yeah. Plus, we if we were there's a million shows like that. Like there's so many shows like that. Like yeah, we can give our thoughts and everything. But um, I just I, there are other probably more equipped sources to do that content or do that work. In my opinion, even so, it's just you know let's drop another pebble in the you know we're already a, a pebble in the sea of Star Wars podcasts. That's but, true. Uh, That's true. You know, I think what I like about it is going back and doing. Ewoks doing, you yeah. know, all the, you know, doing Who's those like random. No one's talking right about Ewoks no right now. You know what I mean? So no it's way. like, yeah, that's no, kind of what I like. I, about I agree the show. with you. I agree with um, you. Everyone's talking about Andor right now, but yeah. um, no one, no one was talking about Dooku Jedi Lost when that was dropped. You know, it's just different. Exactly. You know. So yeah. No, I'm really proud of the work we do here. I won't, I won't ever disparage that. But I, I do wish that we had like more of that like engagement that's just not doesn't feel like it's happening. And maybe it's just because the people that are engaging with it are like friends of ours who are engaging with it on a personal nature. Yeah. Right. Because the people that I talk to that listen to the show are people that I'm talking to in DMs. Yeah. I don't know. I also just don't. I don't think I. I mean, I, I'm on Twitter. I'll post stuff on Twitter. I think uh, yeah. <laughs> I made the uh, the Adam Levine. Oh, my meme. God. It's so uh, funny. I love that meme so much with, uh, with the blurg. It's great. The, yeah. Um, I, yeah. You posted that and I was like, Cass, you need to see this right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But, you know, other than that, I don't think I. Uh, um, super crazy. We're just about not, all like, that. Yeah. yeah. We're just not like doing that and like working for that engagement necessarily because this is just like something that's fun for us and i i appreciate that that's what it is mm -hmm. yeah i like an excuse to talk to you about star wars every other week yeah that's kind of how i've described the podcast is it's a space to just talk about star wars yeah um and even though they're disney's putting out a million content which i love um i i think more star wars is always good uh whether or not i necessarily like the thing that's coming out yeah, um, I agree with you. Just give me more Star Wars. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I there's so much Star Wars in the backlog that I haven't gotten to. So. Same. Yeah. I'm like constantly, especially as someone who like works in like a bookstore and sees like the publishing that's happening, like constantly watching as I get further and further behind. Yeah. As is tradition. Just I yeah. think my friend and I always say just throw it on the pile. Anytime yeah. someone says, oh, you should watch this show. I'm like, let me just toss it on there. Just like, I think I I recently tossed on that cyberpunk edge runner show. It's like, yep. I heard that was great. Yep, I just had I'm a just conversation about that with another podcast host of mine. And toss, toss it on the pile. Yeah, it's on the pile. Yep. My studio trigger. Oh, yeah. Good, good, good stuff. So. um, Yeah. Uh, I think that'll, I think that'll wrap it up. It. The only, good. the only mm -hmm. other, the only other thing is this, um, Rogue Squadron has been dropped from the calendar of upcoming which Disney I was laughing every time that was brought up as yeah, news. There was I'm no like, way that was coming out in twenty. Literally no one expected that to actually come out next year and that no. was just it was like a clerical thing, like they had to finally remove it and they finally did, and then like every news site ever ran the yeah. like they've finally done this and I'm like, This is such a like a not a news. We knew that it wasn't happening yeah, next year. Like production was, hasn't even start like yeah. really started. I know that they have um the last thing I can find about it was that, like, they have a script that they were, like, pretty deep in. And they had been, like, working on, like, hiring some crew. But uh, there's been no casting. There's been no filming. Like, yeah. it's not. There's no way. So 
that doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. It could very well still be on the back burner, uh, but it's not going to be next December. Do you think Vegas is taking odds on which Star Wars movie will come out next? That would be very funny. I feel like if they're not, we should. Gosh, Tim. Start. We start being Star Wars. Tim, what? What do you think the next Star Wars movie is going to be? I feel like we have three potential runners. So our our three potential ones, we've got Ryan Johnson. We've got Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. And we've got this, right? Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron, at least as far as I'm aware, has a script. Um, Let me make sure we're not missing any ones. I am not aware of any other films, but I could be forgetting. That's what I that's what I'm trying to like. Um. Look, Suss out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Feige was brought on to help with a Star Wars movie. Oh, oh, yeah. I do remember that. Um, let's see. I've not heard of this one. Oh, what'd you find? J.D. Dillard's Star Wars movie. Ooh. I'm on a gamesradar.com uh, website. Um, okay. Apparently it's I've Hollywood used them Reporter. As a source before. Hollywood Reporter. They they sourced Hollywood Reporter and Deadline though. Okay. Uh, claiming that the movie would be set on the Sith planet Exegol. Oh. Um. Is working on a feature length project with uh, Matt Owens, who did Luke Cage and Agents of Shield. All right. Um. When's this article from? That was from 2020, February 2020. <laughs> All right. Uh. Yeah. So. Hollywood Reporter, Michael Waldron is working on a script for Kevin Feige's project. Okay. Uh, Michael Waldron is the head writer for Loki. Okay. Um, but let's be real. Those two are probably way, way down the line. Yeah. Um, I would put I money on think... Taika's. Yeah. Even then, I don't think we get a new Star Wars movie if I'm being very optimistic, that's like late 2024. I'll bet 2025. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Disney did release release dates, but of course the 2023 one was pushed. Well, was <laughs> removed. Uh, so they have December 2023, December 2025, December 2027. Wow. Um, but I'll bet. I'd say December 2025 is a good bet for a Star Wars movie. Yeah, it, it they have so many like TV projects in the works that I I I think I'm still okay with this. Yeah. I don't know that I need an, like I've really been enjoying the shows. I yeah, like the and they've been fun. I like the week to week. And and or I feel like they have a good um Yeah. Especially because we know we're going to get like a second season of Andor that's also 12 episodes. Oh, again, to bring it all the way back to that Tony Gilroy interview, um, mentioned the pacing, the the fact that season one is all in the same year, five years prior to uh, uh, Rogue One. But season two mm -hmm. is the four years um, leading up to it, like the final four years. Yeah. Um. He mentions in the interview that they shoot in blocks of three episodes. And interesting. So when they got near the end of the first season, because they thought it was going to be five season series, they got to the end of the first season of shooting and production. And they were like, I don't know that I have it in me to do five years of this. Wow. Uh, yeah. That but makes because sense. We're, they're already shooting in three episode blocks, each three episode block in the next season is going to take place over is going to be a one year period. We're going to get three episodes and then the next three episodes will be a year later and the next three episodes will be a year after that. Oh, and very like, cool. I think that's really fascinating. He's talking about how like he never had the freedom to do something like that as a TV writer prior to like this. Yeah. Um, and, and just how like the game has really changed for what like production and television looks like nowadays compared to like when he started out. And I just think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, if no, that's that makes the case, sense. I think it'd be really I'm interesting to down. do when season two comes out. I think it'd be really interesting to do three episode blocks 
reviews if we can find the time for it. Yeah, so, and this and it's it's interesting to to go into watching the remainder of this series, knowing that they're kind of three episode arcs each. Yeah, I also don't know if that necessarily means that each of the arcs coming up but like the first three episodes definitely felt like a contained arc yeah and this this last episode felt like a setup for a new thing for a new thing yeah so So i'm really excited to see like how that plays out through the production but i i think that's really interesting yeah okay so yeah that's everything i got yeah it's everything i got um thanks for joining us guys on another bantha episode of new republic archives um like i think we've mentioned before we really love doing these ones uh these are just kind of chill catch-up uh, every like it works out to about once a month. Yeah, um, it feels like a lot less, less pressure than doing the deep dives because that requires work from us outside of yeah, sitting down and like twenty minutes before we're recording and all very busy. Out our notes. Yeah. Um. So tune. But that said, tune in in two weeks. Uh, when we <laughs> yeah. do do a new deep dive. Um. TBN what that will be, but um, we'll you will know out. in two weeks. Yep. Um. In the meantime, follow us on uh, the Discord. Uh, we mentioned that a few times. Uh, yeah, I link be in it the in show every notes. episode description. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also go to dealinggenre.com and find it there, along with the many other great episodes. Uh, yeah. Great, great shows on the, on the network. Um, yep. Bunch of great people over at Dueling Genre. Uh, not including uh, us, Join the course. Patreon, because we're about to be doing a ton of Halloween content in the next several weeks. Yes. Uh, I think we've already talked about some uh, internally. We've talked about some uh, new Dueling Genre versus things. We've talked about some maybe possibly some commentary tracks. I don't think that everything's been set in stone yet, but uh, at least another top uh, another top five talking about Halloween movies. Um, so I gotta get on. That should be a good time. I gotta get on one of those top fives. I just yeah, I, I haven't never, been on one yet either. Yeah, I'm they, so they seem fun it. as hell. But. Yeah, and we're... so yeah, th- that's also linked, I think, in every episode description. So please, uh, yeah. duelinggenre.com slash support. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, follow us on Twitter at nrarchivespod, on Instagram at New Republic Archives. Um, get a few things out there um, every now and then. Yeah. And we're active on Twitter. Both Gary and I will respond Absolutely. on that. So, um, but yeah. Um, until then, I uh, keep uh, listening, and remember, if it's not in the archives, it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs>